Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Hitting the Mark. My name is Ray Carr, along with Cindy Verblin and our star Jeffrey Mark. This week, we're talking about Steve and Edie, Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet. What did um, Steve feel about rock and roll? Because he was in the rock and roll era. He just precedes the rock and roll era, really. His, his time on The Tonight Show and when he began to record and have hits wasn't really in, 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 in any way in competition with rock and roll. Rock and roll had its own fans. It had its own radio stations. It was not yet top 40 radio. It was a niche. Steve was doing pop, what was then considered pop music of the 1950s. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of the things he sang were not the standards, but new songs written for the romantic young voices of the moment. You know, Hey Little Girl kind of songs. Um, Puppy Love. Was his, hit, his hit first before Donny Osmond's. Yeah, same thing with Go Away Little Girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's that kind of, you know, Go Away Little Girl kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think he had the same sort of an attitude that a lot of people had. Uh, you heard it from almost everybody except Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, this isn't good music. I don't want to record it. This isn't good music. It's going to go away. Oh, it's not going away. Okay, I'll record it. So sooner or later, they fought it, and then they all had to embrace it. So in one form or another, Sinatra began to record not heavy-duty rock, but soft rock, pop stuff. He, uh, they would cover like downtown Petula mm -hmm. Clock rock music, that kind of easy listening rock music. Tony Bennett recorded it, Johnny Mathis recorded it, and sooner or later, so did Steve, but not a lot of it, a lot, a lot of it. Steve and Edie did a lot of covers of Broadway stuff, like everybody in the 60s to dream of the impossible dream and nothing can stop me now. And all of the pop singers of that generation so everybody, except Ella, Ella embraced rock and roll and good, great, let's record it. Uh, everybody else turned to Broadway, turned to Bossa Nova, turned to soft rock to keep the recording careers going. And after a while, for many people, the recording careers petered out as it did for Steve and Edie. After a while, oh, they might record a new album every three, maybe three or four years apart. There'd be a new album of things. <laughs> But but the steady recordings and, and charting anywhere stopped for both Steve and Edie, except in the Spanish language market, Edie was still recording. And even that, after a while, new generations are born, music changes, music sound changes, and uh, they became not anachronistic, but hey, remember this one, folks? <laughs> and they'd sing, you know, they, they'd sing their hits. They'd sing things for which they had charted. They'd sing things for their Broadway musicals. And uh, then they toured for quite a while with Frank Sinatra as his opening act, where Steve and Edie did the first half of the show. Frank did the second half. And then Frank and Steve and Edie did a, a long medley as the uh, 
finale of the show, mostly to help Stephen Eadie carry Frank, whose voice was not very strong at that point. And if he couldn't remember the arrangement or couldn't remember when to come in, they could cover for him. Mm. So their careers wound down after a while. And then, like I said, uh, they lost a son. Edie got ill. Unfortunately, Edie passed away. And uh, now, unfortunately, Steve has got Alzheimer's. So mm. his son packed him up, took him out of the Las Vegas home where he'd been living for 20 years. And uh, Steve is living in Los Angeles now near his son. And uh, we won't be seeing him in public any longer. Before he had that uh, terrible you know, uh, disease, did he ever um, share with you things that he was most um, proud of reporting-wise? They were very, both he and Stephen were, were very, very proud of the Broadway cast album of Golden Rainbow mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's where the song I've Gotta Be Me comes from. Yeah. People don't remember I've Gotta Be Me was Steve's hit before it was Sammy Davis Jr.'s hit. Mm-hmm. So they were, they were very proud of... Uh, Edie of her Columbia albums of the 1960s. Edie was very proud of uh, the Spanish language stuff because it was, it spoke to her ethnicity. It spoke to her background and she was glad she was able to do that and uh, go beyond being another pop singer in American culture. Uh, I think Steve was just happy to perform Uh, like my folks they were, they were either poor or very lower middle-class people who had not known luxury, whose parents were immigrants. And uh, there aren't a whole lot of Jewish singers of Steve's generation, really, really. If you look at who all the pop people were back then, they were either, uh, and I, I don't mean any disparaging remarks to anybody, very white bread like Andy Williams, Mm-hmm. Or they were Johnny Ray, Johnny Ray, non non threatening singers, or Jack Jones again, very white bread. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm as we're talking, I'm trying to think of one other born Jewish singer, a male besides Steve, uh, because Sammy Davis Jr. was Jewish, but he converted. Uh, I'm trying to, I cannot to the top. Paul Anka? Paul Anka's Italian. Is he Italian? Okay. Yeah. So I can't think of one other Jewish singer of Steve's generation. I think he was just proud of that. He climbed out of what was a ghetto. Where I was born was a ghetto. He climbed out of it and never had to climb back into it. He never lost his stardom. He may have lost being on the charts, but Steve Lawrence was a big star and remained a big star as the Didi. So I think his proudest thing was just, he was able to climb out of that, provide a wonderful childhood for his children, travel the world and using his God-given talent. Most performers, if they've got any kind of heart in them are so grateful to have the talent. And if they get to use it, and have a life built on it, that's where the gratitude is. It's like, look what I get to do. That's how I feel. Look what I, I get to talk to you guys every week because <laughs> of my talent and uh, who I've known. I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for that. I think Steve felt the same way. Hi, friends and fans. This is Jeffrey Mark. That's why the show is called Hitting the Mark. And we're talking about 
two people I loved and telling wonderful stories about the incredible Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet.